0: All right, friends, here we are once again, 8 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time, the Early Bird Podcast Sessions. Stefan Maillet at souls.com, the website, and uh, we're talking about Pride Month on this a.m., this Thursday topical discussion. Pride Month. We've entered the month of June, and the Western world has uh, created a full month for Pride pride, of course, in relation to the LGBTQ plus community and uh, all the activities that are found therein, homosexuality, bisexuality, transgenderism, and uh, those kind of uh, activities. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to read an article from our friends over at focuspress.org, writer being Jack Wilkie. And uh, we'll have discussion on this Pride Month. Is that okay? A bit of housekeeping. Please be sure to subscribe, to follow, like, share, rumble, give a comment. All that kind of good stuff helps the uh, substance of the material we are presenting to reach further and farther. Perhaps for our souls just like you and I out there who would like to tap in and be uh, encouraged, challenged, Uh, into uh, these discussions, and so please do that. You can also support this work, which is, of course, always desperately needed. If you can support, you can freely sign up at addedsouls.locals.com. It's a freedom platform, and therein you can choose to support monthly. And uh, that would be greatly appreciated. It helps me and my family to pay the rent, if you will, eat some food, and keep working, keep building these tents, quote-unquote, building these tents, creating this content, growing this studio. I'd love to employ my son one day and have him with editing and computer work and stuff like that. And, well, with God, all is possible, right? We have faith, we remain faithful, we remain humble, and many of you out there can see the quality of the substance of things being shared, and perhaps want to partake, want to spiritually invest in the future of the Added Souls ministry. And you can do so if you sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. You can also send a one-time donation through PayPal, my email address, addedsouls at gmail.com. But if you're looking for something physical, a physical address, send me an email and we'll have a conversation. I'll send you the physical address. That good? Pride Month. Pride Month. Okay, let's get into that. You know, over here in Canada, uh, we certainly are proud of our pride, and we lavishly uh, promote and encourage, fund uh, the activities of the LGBTQ community, and uh, we put that on parade. We put that on display, forcefully so, to our children and all community members, neighbors. So that we can all see that men are having sexual intercourse with other men and that women can claim to be men and men can claim to be women and women can be with women and all that kind of stuff taking place. What was once, of course, uh, shamed and frowned upon and kept hidden uh, is now, of course, uh, on the silver platter, the ivory tower, and it's up there and it's forcefully... Um, forcefully uh, displayed upon the citizenry of this country. So much so that even our law now uh, will fine you or put you in jail if you were to even question or entertain questioning uh, their activities as anything but loving and um, virtuous and uh, accepted. I mean, people in Canada do go to jail. Some of them have gone to jail for two years for having appeared at pride parades with pamphlets saying they need to repent and follow Jesus Christ. Uh, The Bible is illegal in Canada through hate speech laws. If you were to quote certain Bible verses and it would be caught by the ears of this industry, the LGBTQ industry and agenda, you will be fined and uh, potentially incarcerated for a time. Um, That's indeed what's going to happen in America. It's what's being forced over there as well. Uh, Hopefully there are pockets of conservatism in certain states that will apply their amendments, first and second, and uh, remove this threat before this cultural Marxism uh, destroys that country as it has Canada. But it is what it is, and we're in Pride Month, so everything is pride. Our government corporations academic institutions entertainment industries such as music and movies and sports religion even of course false religion mind you but religion so you see all these kind of denominational churches with the pride flags and all kinds of that stuff going on we have a presbyterian church who has fully embraced the lgbtq community And promoting it, and so they are certainly part of that ordeal. I've even had the uh, experience of speaking with some of the members of this Presbyterian church, and they even, would you believe it, defend pedophilia and embrace pedophilia, and some of them are, what I would suspect, pedophiles, but that's okay. They were born that way, and now they are socially accepted. What is not accepted is having a lighter shade of skin Male, female, husband, wife, married, children, conservative in politics, Christianity in religion, and uh, capitalist in ideology for the economy that is no longer seen as anything respectable, that is racist and bigoted, that is um, not allowed. That's to be demonized. As a matter of fact, we are labeled in our government's security systems as extremist Terrorist, Homegrown terrorist that should be hunted down and supervised, and we are certainly monitored. But Pride Month, right? Our veterans get one day, and during that one day our veterans are vilified and told that they fought and bled for a racist country. But the LGBTQ community has one full month. Now they began with an hour, of course, and made their way to a day, and then to a week, and now to a month, and really... It's not enough. They're going to go full tilt to every other day. And that is the case. There's no end to it. They're never going to win this war they claim exists, which is non-existent, but they've created it. See, delinquents, they get in power by propaganda and manipulation, deception, treachery, betrayal, all those things, and they get into power. And once they are in power, they are in power of a good work, something that is not perfect but functional. So they must create chaos. So they begin to build their case and infiltrate chaos and division in the country. Sadly, the same can be done by a diatrophies, a bully behind the pulpit and a local church. So this is what they do. And the chaos and the division they've created, of course, comes from all angles. And once this has been achieved, then they can infiltrate their uh, agenda, forcefully so, among the people in a public way. And that is what has been created. And that's why we are living in the fall of the Western world, the fall of of a once great nation who allowed freedom, now no longer allows freedom. We have no freedom of speech. We certainly have lost all those things. We are still functional. There are still many blessings, don't get me wrong. But the line between here and China or the Middle East is uh, getting more obscure, difficult to see, difficult to recognize and discern. Pride Month, what exactly is this? Well, listen, first we must answer the question, which some of us understand it very well because some of us still adhere to objective reality absolute truth. One plus one makes two. Uh, A great many, if not the majority, no longer believe in one plus one makes two. It's all about whatever our emotions tell us, that's what must be reality for our own truth, and everyone has their own truth. You know, all the isms, relativism, emotionalism, pluralism, all the isms that say there is no truth, and nobody can know the truth, and so therefore I create my own truth, and that's what it is. Um, they don't have the objective 1 plus 1 equals 2. So to them, whatever is wrong is right, and whatever is right is wrong. And I don't need to defend it. I don't need to prove it. I don't need to, you know, uh, produce any kind of evidence to my emotional uh, desires. But what is a woman? Well, they can't answer that. They can't answer that okay well what is homosexuality what is lgbtq well lesbian gay you know homosexual transgender this and other. That, that. okay okay well what is homosexuality well it's love well okay i love my father i love my brother i love my wife i love my children i love am i a homosexual well no well you said it was love yeah well it's not love okay so what is it then well it's love okay so again, am I a homosexual? Well, no. Well, okay, let me, let me help you out. Homosexuality is a man who has anal sexual intercourse with another man. That is homosexuality. homo sex It's in the word. <laughs> That's what that is. I'm not speaking about same-sex attraction or same-gender attraction, I should say. I'm speaking of the physical act. That's the description of homosexuality. Um, and they won't admit that because that, of course, is the very raw, explicit description of what it is they claim to be love and must be accepted now, forcefully so, by law. If you don't accept that, you're going to jail. Well, it is what it is. It's just, you know, what's abortion, well, it's choice. It's pro-choice and it's healthcare and it's a woman's choice. No, no, that's, that's not what it is. It's like calling homosexuality love. It's just, that's just not true. Now, I know your feelings say that, but that's just not the objective truth. You can't go to court before the judge and just say, well, judge, I feel that my client should not be found guilty. I know all the cameras saw him murder. I know all the eyewitnesses saw him murder. I know all the DNA and the evidence is overwhelmingly damning for our cause and purpose. But, you know, my client feels that he's not guilty. So therefore, he is to be released immediately. Or I will throw a temper tantrum right here in court and uh, call you a racist or a bigot or the, you know, knee-jerk uh this uh, words that allow me to do what i want to do and the judge will say oh you're right well there you go no the judge is going to say well you're a fool and i don't even know why you're bothering with that argument it's not an argument and your client is found guilty and he's going to have a 25 with an l even perhaps capital punishment well that's in the realm of objective truth objective reality one plus one equals two soberly so But out here in the world of the wacko and loony left, uh, unfortunately, uh, that's quite a different scenario, a different case. Everything is subjective to the whims of one's own emotional pleas and desires to the flesh. And when I speak of wacko or loony, please understand, I'm not purposely seeking insulting words. I'm descriptively speaking of how foolish they are in their policies and their worldview. I used to be there. I used to be there a decade plus ago and lived there for many decades. So I've seen both sides of the fence and uh, have chosen the proper side of life. Objectively so. So that's what the pride is. Proud that men are having anal sexual intercourse with other men. We want our children to become homosexuals. We promote it in the academic institutions, through the faculty and the curriculums, our corporations, our entertainment industry, our government, our religion. That's the pride. That's what we're proud about. Well, the Bible has quite much to say about pride, worldly pride. You can be proud as a father whose son has achieved graduation, done the studies, you know, of course you can be spiritually proud of your brethren who are working hard for the Lord just like you can be unrighteously angry you can be righteously angry you can be angry without sinning okay well you can have a pride that is not of the world and its standards uh, but rather from God which allows us the blessing of being uh, joyful uh, for the accomplishments that we have been blessed to operate with. This pride here regarding the LGBTQ community um, is far from righteous spiritual pride. It's a very carnal, immoral, depraved, worldly pride. That's, that's just what it is. And um, sadly, too many participate in there. So much so, even Christians in the church defend the actions of the LGBTQ community when brethren, faithful Christians, expose the wickedness behind it. They will defend the world and will persecute the faithful. And you can read all about that in Psalm chapter 1, the opening verses there. So we're going to read an article here uh, regarding that. And... uh, We'll have a discussion about it. Let me see if I can put it up on the screen here. There we go. The Bible, you know, has much to say. As I was mentioning before opening up the article, the Bible has much to say about pride. And that it is sinful. And that is something God hates. Not only does he hate pride, but he hates sodomy. He hates the action of perversion. It is seen as a gross and great sin and uh it's amazing to me how blasphemous almost you know well blasphemous yeah and how um hostile this community and uh, this agenda is towards god they use the rainbow they use the word pride they practice homosexuality i mean i don't know how many things you want to stack up there buddy but uh It's going to be a bad day on that day when the sky opens for individuals who are snared into this lifestyle. You have different soil, of course, with individuals who are participating in homosexual activities such as Pride Month and those who encourage it, those who applaud it. Um, You have the, what is it now, Genesis 19.5, homosexuals and you have the first corinthians 6 11, i think i may be wrong but i think those are the verses there you're going to have the unrepentant and you're going to have the repentant you're going to have those who are going to wake up to the destruction and chaos of the homosexual activity and agenda and repent from that and produce fruits of repentance and become faithful christians may be difficult. Obviously, it is. The numbers are very few who do repent, and some of them will never repent. Some of them have no redemptive quality whatsoever, and they will die within the confines of sinful activities, such as the LGBTQ community and uh, agenda. Pride Month. Let's read this article here from our friends over at FocusPress.org, the author being our brother Jack Wilkie. Pride Month, before... Pride Month, Pride Goes Before Destruction. Written June 1st, 2022 by Jack Wilkie. Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. Wisdom Literature. Wisdom Literature. General Truth. While the verse wasn't directly addressing Pride Month and Pride parades, with which we are about to be inundated, it isn't exactly a stretch either. Good point, brother. As our culture proudly thumbs its nose at God, and as men pursue men and women pursue women, and men decide to be women and vice versa, and the allies give hearty approval to those who run into such sins, God is giving them them over to the consequences. That's it. You want to openly live in this rebellion, this disobedience, this perversion? Have at it and see how that works out for you. I mean, it has brought down a great many people. Sodom and Gomorrah, of course, of the days of old, the Roman Empire and the more modern civilization. The modern civilization has been destroyed by it. We here, the Western world, are being destroyed by it. Cultures that spiral deeper and deeper into sin, the way ours is currently doing, are storing up God's wrath against themselves, of course. God isn't mocked. People reap what they sow. So while you stroll down the grocery store aisles and see the rainbow-branded boxes in between empty shelves and skyrocketing price tags, realize there just might be a connection between all of it. That's right. However... The cloud hanging over us in this moment should not be taken as reason for despair. We will not be pessimists. Instead, we should realize the opportunity set before us. The contrast this wickedness is drawing with goodness grows more stark with each passing June, and that indeed is a good perspective to have. I myself, of course, struggling as a pessimist, always trying to find the optimistic worldview. The glass is half full, stay focused, stay positive. I not only say that to all of you when I speak it, I say it to myself as well. And I believe brother Jack Wilkie has a good point to see that side of the coin. The stores, continuing to read now from this article, the stores may be colored in rainbow, but the fields are white unto harvest. All we need is the courage to speak the truth. And to my American friends, you better, because it's about to be illegal for you to speak the truth if you find yourself uh, continuing to wave the white flag like we have over here in Canada. We just like to apologize for everything. We're so sorry. Here's the white flag. Please mistreat us and put us into the boxcars. I'm sure it's for our well-being. Beyond the fact, keeping reading now on the article, beyond the fact that God is on our side, here are two reasons why I'm optimistic in this cultural moment. The opposition is weaker than you think. I agree with that title immediately. The Bible makes us wiser than our enemies. And though they may seem strong and seem to have, again, the full arm branch of government, corporation, academia, entertainment, and religion, Denominational religion. Well, maybe they're not as strong and loud as they portray themselves outwardly. You know, bullies. They can be big in stature. They can have an intimidating uh, demeanor. And they speak in such ways. But truly, they are insecure, insignificant little men. Who hide behind a persona, if you will, of their created attack. And uh, they are certainly weaker than you think. Okay, let's go back to the article here. Right now it feels as though the battle has been lost, and we are doomed to spend the rest of our lives trying to shrewdly avoid direct confrontations about the issue. Plenty of Christians have already been subjected to pronoun sensitivity memos in the workplace, putting their jobs on the line. Kids in the schools risk being socially outcast if they say they don't agree with the LGBTQ ideology. Eh, the battle does look grim, most certainly. Most certainly. It was in my day, speaking about, you know, 30 years ago, which I would openly, in class, speak against homosexuality. And I would have heated arguments with individual students who claim to be homosexuals. And no fist was swung, no hurt was done along a, those lines, but yet I knew that um, things were progressing the wrong way. Of course, now, if any student would even dare to raise a voice of opposition or dissent in classrooms who are governed by homosexuals, faculty, curriculum, and teachers, uh, they would be quickly expelled for hate speech. But as the corporations, the article continues, all change their logos to rainbow colors and U.S. embassies around the world display the rainbow flag. And over here, of course, our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, who is of the furthest leftist ilk ever set in power in any modern society, uh, will certainly propagate and promote and enforce throughout this month. Yeah. Note how few of them choose to continue that campaign in the Middle East. Well, isn't that a revealing insight? Why don't they do that? Why doesn't Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, to which I respect the office, and I most certainly understand the scriptures regarding my role as a Christian and government officials, kings, queens, prime ministers, presidents, um he will certainly barrage his uh, agenda upon the Canadian citizenship, that we're all racist, that we're all homophobic, and all these things. Speaking, of course, specifically to those of us who are Christians and adhere to the Bible. But yet he won't bring that message to the Middle East, or to China, or various other locations. Why is that? It's kind of like... Again, if we just take a bit of an excursion in how we are being punished for climate change, a fabricated ideologue uh, from the left, we're being punished. We're being taxed to death. We're being told this, that, and the other that we should own nothing and be happy, while these proponents uh, have their private jets and yachts and travel around the world and make billions off the backs of us common folk. Well, They punish the law-abiding citizen, but yet they won't go bring their message to the locations they know they will be murdered for saying such things. I mean, it's just, it's pathetic that we are not strong enough to hold these individuals to account and practice capital punishment on these foolish policies. But anyways, good Observation brother Jack Wilkie on this article found over at focuspress.org. Note how few of them choose to continue that campaign in the Middle East. When it comes to advertisements and online presence in heavily Islamic countries, suddenly the rainbow branding doesn't see the light of day. Funny how that happens. The demonstrates, this demonstrates the cowardice of the priests of our nation's secular nation religion, and such cowardice should embolden us. We stand on two millennia of Christian history thanks to those who would die for our faith, while our opponents won't give up a few bucks of profit from Islamic countries for theirs. With the power, with the proper resolve, We can win back the narrative and help people see the destructiveness of the LGBTQ ideology contrasted with the hope and joy of following Christ. That's very true. The line is becoming very clear in this here atmosphere regarding this uh, culture war, if you will. And um, it makes it easier to choose what's right if you see what's right more clearer because what's evil is so prominent. The culture is highly malleable, the article continues. What we've learned in the last 20 years, or maybe even the last 200, is that public opinion is easily swayed. In the span of about 12 years, popular support for gay marriage totally flipped, taking it from a minority position to a strong majority. This did not happen, because good arguments were presented, Nothing changed. No new information became available. It happened because people go along with what they're told. And that is sadly true. In the Lord's Church, some Christians who have been sitting in the pews for 30, 40 years, you could all of a sudden, one Sunday, replace the gospel preacher there and put the Roman Catholic Pope, and they'd follow the instructions of the Roman Catholic Pope as easily as they would follow the instructions of a wolf in sheep's clothing behind the pulpit creating all kinds of deceptive narratives and blame and all kinds of nonsense. Some Christians just, they can't think for themselves and they're always going to blindly trust whoever's behind the pulpit. And so it is with majority opinion easily swayed. Nothing's changed. No new information's available. It happened because people go along with what they're being told. The TV told me so. For instance, I... Had to go uh, bring my car, my family vehicle, a van, to be serviced at the garage. And at the garage, they got a big screen TV that's on all the propaganda channels that push these woke left ideologies and policies. You know, um, from taking guns away, uh, taking guns away from law-abiding citizens, uh, to uh, climate change extremism and alarmism and fear mongering. Uh, to the LGBTQ uh, promotions and encouragement, you name it, it's there. And people just blindly, as zombies, follow whatever the TV's telling them. And sadly, Christians believe that. Sadly, Christians believe that, and they'll believe whoever's behind the pulpit. They'll do that blindly so. Blindly so. You can take all sorts of illustrations and true life experiences to prove that point. The article continues. Again, this should embolden us. Our battle is not as steeply uphill as you might think. We just need momentum. The truth of our, our, our message will become more and more evident as the Romans 1 style depravity grows more and more obvious. The LGBTQ movement is already dangerously close to overplaying their hand with the trans athlete and child grooming issues. Bold, loving, truthful Christian voices are needed to reach the countless people who can sense something is off about what they're being sold. There's no, When the Christian says, you know, things aren't adding up, you're right to... you are correct to, um, furnish that thought, that discernment. Something isn't right. You're right. It's not adding up. If for, for, let's, for instance, let's say I've known you, you've known me for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. We've loved each other. We've ministered to each other. We've been there for each other. And all of a sudden, someone comes in and tries to tell me that you are a secret monster. That you are a deceptive person, a manipulator, and that you are this, that, and the other. And creating a narrative that is simply not adding up because, well, I know you. I know who you are. You know, it's often happened on Facebook, per se, that I'd receive a private message from a random individual that I don't truly know personally, saying, I see that you're friends with brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. You should be careful for them. They are, and therefore they continue to produce accusations, allegations. And in my mind, I'm like, I've known this person for years. They are not what you are saying. But some Christians, they'll roll with it. They'll believe any lie behind the pulpit. And sadly, sometimes some of us are manipulated. And then we awaken and be like, whoa. This individual is a cancerous individual, a very uh, prideful, egotistical, uh, self-righteous, pharisaical hypocrite, a liar, flat-out lying. Things like that happen. The issue with the LGBTQ uh, propaganda and uh, narrative is that many Christians sadly just believe what they're being sold. But on the flip side to it, which the article is revealing here, and Brother Jack is wise to do so, it allows, they go so deep, the, the, what is wicked goes so wicked that Christians begin to wake up to it. You can only push it so much that Christians are going to start saying, whoa, civilization, society, citizenry. Is going to be is going to be pushed in wake. I mean, we even now have leftists who are turning into liberals, who are turning into centrists because of how far and foolish this social Marxism is going, this cultural decay and corruption is going. I mean, grooming our children? Come on. Having child predators? with our children? I mean, come on. I mean, there's a problem there, man. Even if you are an individual who agrees with the homosexual lifestyle, you know you don't want your children in the hands of sexual deviants and predators. Well, it's the same thing with all aspects and illustrations. If I start, if somebody starts to tell me that you're a thief, and you're a liar, and you're a monster, and you're a criminal, and you're, you're just this, that, and the other, and you... Well, wait a minute. I mean, I've known the guy. I've known the guy for a long time. He's not these things you say. Well, therein plays the hand that we have. As, this, as society begins to awaken to these wicked agendas. While much has been said about the negatives of cultural Christianity, and there's some truth there, the people are far better off when Christianity is winning the day. This, of course, in the article I'm reading, children being fed to the meat grinder of LGBTism with astronomical rates of suicide and depression is not a positive. It's just just not good. Drag queen demonstrations for kids spreading across the country is not a positive. Amid all the talk of loving our neighbors in recent years, one of the best ways to actually love our neighbors is to advocate the truths for truths that will help them and their children to see the destructiveness of sin and the beauty of the cross. Like Jonah, we've been called to preach to a wicked people. Unlike Jonah... We must not shrink from the task, we must not hate our target audience, and we must desire and pray for their repentance. Whether the people turn their hearts to God isn't up to us, but if Nineveh can change, so can our neighbors. Destruction is headed our way, but it doesn't have to be. Jack Wilkie, the author of this article, written June 1st, 2022, and you can find that over at focuspress.com. Org, focuspress.org. And that's it, dear friends. That's what's going on. And I believe that's a well-rounded article, giving us many things to ponder, think about, pray about. Um, We can't be so naive to think that the LGBTQ movement is what they say they are, loving and caring and diverse and all that kind of stuff. They aren't. It's very wicked. It's very evil. It's very foolish. But nor should we swing the pendulum so far that we become um, hateful and bitter and vindictive and practice retaliation or revenge against them either. Because then we just become become wicked along with them. Does that mean we cower away and wave the white flag? Does that mean we now defend them? No, of course not. We expose them for what? they are and what they are doing and we place laws that keep a boundary on their activities Um, there needs to be a balance with that and i'm not saying i'm the, the right candidate for the balance and the policies and the laws that should be set forth but some lines are certainly being crossed that should not be crossed our children should not be made uh into perversion uh, through these um, wicked branches. I mean, it just, one should be an adult accountable independently to his own life to choose what he is going to practice sexually. Now, the Bible is very clear for us Christians who are governed by the words of the Holy Spirit, but for the world, they're going to do what they want to do. And uh, we just have to stand up and Speak the truth in love of the truth. Because if you start loving them more than the truth, you're going to compromise the message to keep them uh, appeased. and We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Stefan ear with you. This is the um, Early Bird Podcast Sessions. We go live from Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. And uh, we certainly encourage you to subscribe, follow, like, share, rumble, comment all that kind of good stuff, please consider supporting this work. We have a financial goal to reach. We are far from it. We are thousands of dollars away from it. But through God's mercy and your loving donations that randomly come in, we stay afloat. We pay the bills. But we'd love for you to consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to sign up, but you have the opportunity there to um, support monthly. And it's not for nothing. You are receiving a spiritual product. I am building, quote-unquote, tents. There is exclusive content there. You will have My Family devotionals where we pray, sing, and read the Bible and study the Bible together. You'll have uh, exclusive videos that are live and study nature and form. And you have yourself a freedom platform where you can speak without the fear of being shadow banned, deplatformed, and all that kind of stuff. So please consider it. You'd support the Maya family and the gospel work we do wherever we may roam. Consider going to addedsouls.locals.com. You can also send donation to PayPal. My email address is addedsouls at gmail.com. You can email me if you're seeking a physical address. I'll be more than happy to give it to you once we have a bit of a conversation. The itinerary goes as follows. On Mondays, I share the sermon that I preached on Sunday with you. Tuesdays, we analyze the lyric, we take a song from the secular world, and we have ourselves an investigative report on what is being said and how it's being said. On Wednesdays, we have a Bible study. We're going through the book of Genesis. On Thursday is the topical trip. Today, we spoke about Pride Month. On Friday, we have socio-political discussions, interaction with political affairs and current events. Again, if that is something that sounds good to you, please consider subscribing, following, liking, And all that kind of stuff. That okay? I think that's covered. Lord willing, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Stay focused, stay positive, and God bless.